Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. Oh, hey, they're listening. What? You should really warn me about that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, tell the joke. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, why does the Norway Navy have barcodes on the side of their ships? Uh, I don't know. So when they come back to port, they can Scandinavian. I don't get it. Well, hopefully our one listener will. What's the difference between a piano, a toner, and a pot of glue? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. You can tune a piano, but you can't piano a toner. Uh, what about the part of glue, man? See, I knew you'd get stuck there. Bye. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, wh- okay, one more. What do you call a hippie's wife? Eh? What? Mississippi. <laughs> Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, the only nerdy news slash comedy podcast set on board a podcasting spaceship that eats up to 15 minutes of your precious time each week with a voice actor talking to himself in a theater of the mind kind of way. Said voice actor would be me, Kyle Bear. You can hear me as Gohan in the all-new Dragon Ball movie, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. Hitting North American theaters and IMAX on August 19th. The two dorks who tell the dad-slash-bad jokes at the beginning of the episode, that's Gits and Shiggles. They're my resident stoner alien buds. Uh, that's our name. Yeah, don't worry at all. Thanks for the acknowledgement, boss man. Yeah, thank you for making the revelation of our existence to your planet way more fun. Uh, you're welcome. And we can't continue without a tip of the hat to the band that keeps us out of copyright infringement, the Al Capella Symphony Orchestra. Ayo! <laughs> Ah, swoon. Let's check out our sat cats, those who literally stream little bits of currency to podcasts as they listen using a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. These are custom messages called Boostagrams. Boost. Jack Spurco boosted 950 sats and said, would you explain how you have images in your fountain podcast? Well, there's multiple ways of going about doing that if you're a podcaster. You want to insert images as a podcasting 2.0 feature, actually. My podcasting host, Buzzsprout, does that in their dashboard. You have the ability to create chapters, upload JPEGs. Wish I could do GIFs, but JPEGs for now. And those images will be programmed to display at every chapter point. From episode 54, I got 238 sats from Jack. He says, that's just for the one-handed hairy joke. I... Don't remember that, but okay. Dave Jones from Podcasting 2.0, the podcast says, My weekly automated sustaining donation, in case I get behind in listening. Thank you so much, Dave. 12,112 sats. You the man. Tace says, I like your content. HCT Manuel Ortiz says, Thanks for the sats. That's right, yeah. You get Fountain, a free podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com or fountain.fm, and you get paid in Bitcoin to listen to podcasts, and then you can uh, spread that love back to podcasts that are value-for-value enabled, those that can receive those satoshis or sats, such as this one. Dance NCI gave me a whole three sats and says, there you go. In Viegas gave me 21 sats and says, another nice one, Kirk, for episode 61. BKHMTV gave 100 sats with a lightning bolt and a heart. Moaz ABD4 said, awesome, nice, and gave six sats. <laughs> At Jean gave five sats. Intergalactic boombox boosted. Boost. The dude gave me five sats. Funny stuff. 
Anonymous gave me 51 sats. Enjoyed the dad jokes. Did you hear that, kids and chiggles? I sure did. Yay, we've been validated. <laughs> All right, don't get cocky. Kyron from the Mere Mortals podcast said 2,222 sats, a.k.a. a row of ducks. He said, great show, Kyle. Your chapter art game is next level. It has inspired me to be more creative with my memes. That's awesome, Kyron. Thank you so much. The Mere Mortals podcast. Check it out. Jake Hyder gave 5,000 sats. Jake gave another 500 sats. It says, huge DBZ fan. Found you through the Fountain app. Love the content. Thank you, sir. Jake said, boost with 1,000 sats. Boost. See, on this podcast, you don't have to be a patron. I don't have a Patreon model. Purely value for value. What do you think the show's content is worth to you? You listen to the show and you say, okay, is it worth 10 cents? Is it worth... You get to choose with these podcasting 2.0 apps. And things like Fountain will display it in Satoshi's or you click on it and it will display in US dollars. Nothing like gamifying podcast. It's so cool. The question of the week. All right, question of the week. Are you suffering from superhero fatigue? Tyler James says, we got Dragon Ball Super superhero coming up. Is this a trick question? No, this this actually talks about the superhero genre, not the movie Dragon Ball Superhero. Goten Atetsu said, since every superhero movie has to be linked to a bunch of others requiring you to watch 13, you don't care about just to understand the one you do. Yes, I am so very tired. However, I can make an exception for Batman and Spider-Man and this new one. I'm not at all excited for. I don't know which one he's referring to. The new Spider-Man? The one that they say Tom Holland has nothing to do with? No clue. Jeff Angdahl said, Complete hatred of Love and Thunder. Zeta says, Not superhero fatigue, but Marvel fatigue. I'm obsessed with Invincible and the boys, though. Sean Marazita says, I have been suffering from this for a long time. Mr. New Vegas, MCU-style superhero fatigue? Yes. That would have tapered off after Endgame, not hit the nitrous. B281 says, I love superheroes, but if we're talking Marvel movies, then yeah. Noah said, MCU fatigue, yes. Ico Riss says, yes. And Boomer the Tiger said, I'm on the fence, to be honest. I love slash like most of what's come out in about two years' time, but until I know the end game, no pun intended, and or foreshadowing here, I want to be entirely surprised and invest as much time as I can for the long run. No question. What's the best part of going to a pop culture slash Comic-Con anime gaming convention? Is it seeing guests, panels, cosplay, buying merch in the exhibit hall, meeting up with friends, dodging fanboy funk? I remember years ago, I was a guest at an anime con. There was a cosplayer who quickly became known as the Febreze Ninja. He would tiptoe around people walking down the halls of the convention and just randomly spray Febreze at them. That quickly got banned, though, since I guess staff had a point. Anything could be in that bottle. But I did see him in action. I got to say, that area of the con smelled like a summer breeze. And when I'm at cons, I love meeting fans, obviously, and other guests and reuniting with friends or colleagues. What is your favorite aspect of attending cons? At me, at Boombox Pod. Better yet, snag a free podcast player like Fountain, where you get paid to listen to podcasts and can share some of that monetary love back to podcasters such as this one, who are value for value enabled. You like what you hear? Contribute what you think that content is worth. Send a Boostergram with your reply. What's your favorite thing to do at cons? Uh, say, Captain? Yeah, Gitz. I just wanted to address an issue here. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Me and Shiggles are not stoner aliens. That's right, but but we do embrace stoner culture, Okay. Uh, but not actual smoking. Yeah, I never inhale. Because it gives <laughs> us a scorching case of back knee. Uh. See, let me turn around. Ah! Oh, oh turn around, yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, we don't need no weed to make us lose brain cells. That happens naturally. You're not wrong, bro, Cephas. All right, thanks, guys. 
north of the Mississippi River. You are on the air, Karen. Stop knowing who I am. I'm going to get you on your little podcast here. <laughs> No, nah, the Wicked Witch theme from Wizard of Oz. That is my favorite ringtone. Look, Karen, there's no time for complaints here, but I am curious if you've seen the uh, buttload of trailers that dropped from San Diego Comic-Con this week. Oh, I have opinions, Mr. Man. When I was born, I had something to say. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the doctors were thrilled. Anyway, Amazon's Lord of the Rings. Okay, so, do we really need a fantasy-themed hiking series? Is Matt Smith cosplaying Geralt or what? Okay. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves? I like Chris Pine and all, but is Led Zeppelin slumming it? I mean, the Immigrant song was great twice in Thor Ragnarok. They don't need to keep licensing their catalog to make every movie feel like Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. Captain America 4? I seriously wonder if Bucky is the least bit jealous. I've thought that since Endgame. How about Star Wars Andor? Do we Star Wars TV series where people can't make up their minds? Uh, what do you mean? Is it and or is it or? Pick one. Jeez. Rogue One, actually. Excuse me? It's set before Rogue One. Never mind. Here, listen to the on hold music and see if you hear any Led Zeppelin. Oh, don't you even. <laughs> Director Joe Dante, who gave us such classics as Gremlins, says that Grogu from The Mandalorian is a shameless ripoff of Gizmo from Gremlins. I want to know why it took him two years to say anything. If you want to get technical, old school Yoda had those big ears on the side of his head in 1980. That's four years before Gremlins. I do love that Gizmo's so darn cute. And Grogu is too. Gizmo happened to have been voiced by Howie Mandel, then known as a stand-up comedian who went on to voice Bobby's World, and now he's one of the hosts on America's Got Talent, and he gets videos of prolapsed colons taken off TikTok. You think I'm kidding. Meanwhile, Gremlins is getting an animated series on HBO Max. Wonder if today's generation will see that and think Gizmo looks like Grogu. As Alanis Morissette would say, isn't it ironic, don't you think? From my top-secret underground bunker in Perrant, Nevada, Kinspiracy here, with all the news you can't use. Hey, Kirk, you back there? I'm always back here. I'm the guy that voices you. Don't get meta on me. Anyway, I just brainstormed a new marketing technique for me. Just call me Kinspiracy, the all-seeing guy. That's not bad, actually. Hey, you want to do the tortilla challenge? What in the fresh farm fish stick? Look, it's easy. First, we both take a mouthful of water but you don't swallow. Mm -hmm. Then we take turns slapping each other in the face with a tortilla. Mm -hmm. If you end up laughing and spitting out the water, then you lose. Weak sauce. How about we skip the middleman? Ow! I won the challenge. Now go get me a tortilla. Come on, that's not funny, man. You know, Herbert, I like you the same way I like tea. In a bag. Underwater. Good gravy. Got the intellect of a pool noodle. Page one. The Al Nassal rock formation in Saudi Arabia has science stumped. Two sandstone giant rocks appearing to be balancing on naturally formed pedestals. The two rocks have a perfect split down the middle, as if they were cut with a super precise laser beam. No jagged edges or anything to suggest anything in nature having affected the rocks. Now, you know who I think did it? Aliens. No, you're all J. Jonah Jameson wannabe. Ah! Herbert, it's aliens. Hand me that spray bottle over there. It's Febreze, man. I don't care. Better than nothing. Hurry up. Throw it here. All right. Take that. Cut it out, man. Oh, that smells wonderful, mate. Get your tentacles out of my newsroom. You're not going to abduct me. Who would want to, man? I is here. Propaganda. Oh, Papa. Quick, run away. These aliens are invading. Nonsense, Kenneth. 
These two interstellar octopoid slackers have the aim of Stormtrooper. They no can have split formation of rock. Boys, hop in my focus of Ford, and I will Ford to drive you directly to Studio 54. Uh, don't you mean Area 51? This same place now. Experimentation tents double as disco club. That sounds rad. Let's go, Geats. Okay, I gotta change in my bell bottom first. Podcast ratings are in the toilet. We're losing the audience. Go to the bathroom and play in the blue water. Can you take pill of chill and be still? Uh, page two. Perhaps you've noticed this summer it's so hot, you yell at the higher power of your choosing, saying, whatever you're cooking, it's done. Texans were a bit concerned with an uptick in seemingly dead squirrels. Turns out they're just cooling off, sprawling across the ground, laying on their stomach, which is known as splooting. Ew. Hope this activity doesn't spread to humans. I don't give a hoot. Don't sploot. And if you're in cahoots with sploots, you're going to have a face-to-foot meeting with my boots. How long did it take you to come up with that line? Ten minutes. Now, why don't you go work on your synchronized blinking routine? I love you. I wish I could kill you just to bring you back to life and set you on fire. I feel the love. (laughs) Page three. The James Webb Telescope took over everybody's social media feeds with amazing images of deep space, eye-popping in color. Nostalgic throwback to old Olin Mills photography studio backgrounds. Well, the cosmic contact lenses have already been damaged by micrometeoroids since its launch last December. One of the telescope's mirrors is unrepairable. NASA knew this would happen and preemptively asked Elon Musk for spare parts, which is why Teslas are backordered for the next 50 years. That last part may or may not be my opinion, even though I'm right. And I'm spent. Conspiracy here from my dump in Parump. Look at the time. The Intergalactic Boom Box is frantically recorded and edited by your host, Kyle A. Bear, just in time to post each Friday. Guests of the show stay home and are completely oblivious since there are no actual guests on this show. Parts of the Intergalactic Boom Box are patched together with the debris chipped off the James Webb Telescope because we ran out of duct tape. Remember, kids, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. However, you can get him to kick the ever-loving crap out of you if you sneak up from behind and scream, Ooga Booga! (laughs) Or anything else. Till next time, toodles!